When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, Ortho Carolina is here for you with convenient urgent care and walk-in services. Ortho Carolina, you improved. This week on Jordan and Jake. Tom Brady's going to be dug up and studied by future civilization. Guys that have established quarterbacks or a defensive system in place with a lot of the defensive players back, they have an advantage. They have a big advantage. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. I cannot believe it, but we're back, Jake DeLome. Jordan and Jake brought to you by Ortho Carolina is back on the air. There's supposedly a football season. Jake DeLome, I haven't talked to you in months. How the hell are you, man? I'm doing great, Jordan. I, um, I'm i probably like you. I think we're so over everything that's been going on, and we want some normalcy. Will we have that? We certainly hope so. Family's healthy and well, so we're lucky on that end. Hope it's the same on your end, and I'm just excited to talk some ball again. Well, there is normalcy because we're starting our podcast, Jake. So in our second year of this now, and I really, I've missed you because we talk a little bit from time to time on the phone, but I wasn't getting my half hour every week, man. So I'm, we got to keep the football season on just so I can talk to you weekly, Jake. It means a lot to me. Well, I appreciate that. I feel the same way. And um, let's, let's get it started. Maybe, right. maybe the start of this podcast is going to bring upon kind of like some turning of the corner in this COVID situation. Exactly. We are the thing, We are the straw that's going to st- swing the pendulum back to normalcy. Right now, there's a chi that's floating over the whole uh, universe because we're back on the air. I think that might do it. But how was, you know, every, if people want to know, I want to know, how was your summer? Obviously, it was odd. We could say that a million times. But give me, give me some of the highlights, Jake. Well, the highlights of the summer, well, honestly – uh, I felt our summer started March the 13th um, when my kids found out that the school would be uh, going remote. 
And so it seemed like it started there. So we've been having a great summer. Um, you know, it just went from great weather into pure hot humidity in South Louisiana. And we're battling through it. We've got a, at least another five to six weeks left. We went to Destin, Florida, as we always do on vacation. Uh, but other than that, just been in, enjoying uh, family time. Still the horses, that's every day. And looking forward to uh, the kids getting some normalcy again. Have you, have you watched any of the sports? Any baseball, basketball, golf, anything like that? I never watched baseball ever, but I've watched it in the last few weeks because it's live sports on. And I'll say the cardboard people in the background start to feel normal. But then when somebody new would walk in the room, my wife or my kid or something, hey, why is there cardboard people in the stands? Yeah. I, I can't say I've watched the baseball. The basketball I have tried to put on and watch. I'll be very honest. And I think they've really done a good job of the surroundings and they have the kind of a virtual fans. Um, yep. I think that has looked the part and that has looked really well. But where I've been super lucky, Jordan, you, we all know I'm a horse racing fan. That has we that, that has kind of continued to go on. Now, it's been spectatorless, but at least that has continued to go on. And um, so I've been able to watch a good bit of that. So I've, I've been able to get my fix of that when it comes towards the, uh, the, the live sports, so to speak. And the PGA championship starts this weekend for golf so that's like i mean that'd be like similar to the nfl playoffs beginning right now so like you said hopefully it can it can continue and let's go right with that into the football can the nf can we pull it off jake can the nfl pull this off can we have a complete season as roger goodell says which might mean less than 16 games but a super bowl champion can we pull it off jake i don't know man listen i think we can pull it off do I think we play the full 16? I, listen, I, I want to say I'm looking through some positive lens here, but I'm not so sure if that's going to be the case. I hope so. Um, and going back to that word you use, complete, I think that was pretty smart on Goodell's part just to say complete instead of saying a full season. So um, hopefully it can be as complete as complete can be. Um, I think it's pretty – I, I'm almost positive if you look at the first month of the season, each team has a, a home and away, a home and away. So if there would happen to be some type of pause, um, maybe that could be made up on the back end. So hopefully the NFL has thought through this as best they can. Because it's all unprecedented. But I hope so. Well, I think the best thing that the NFL's done through this, obviously there's all the safety protocols and all those things, but expanding the roster to 69, as Marty Herney said in um, his presser to start the season, that he's viewing it as a 69-man roster with the expansion of practice squad. And from my understanding, veterans can be on practice squad now. And that's that's just huge, Jake, because you know when we were playing and, and covering the team beyond – they would have guys in for workouts. Scouts and, and Marty, the GM, would bring guys in for workouts every single week. They'd fly a guy in, they'd give him a Panther workout clothes, they'd run him through the field, they'd talk to him, and, and maybe they'd sign a guy, but mo most often they wouldn't. They'd just send him back home. There's just a constant turnover of guys they're bringing in to evaluate. Well, now, to even work a guy out, they have to go through that four-day protocol to, to even be let into the building, Jake. So you know that they're not going to be having access and be much less likely to bring in practice squad guys just because of the process that that involves. So it, it's exciting to me that the NFL realized that and expanded the practice squad. And that's what's going to be key, in my opinion, 
to continuing through a, a season where there might be a little outbreak on your team. You might be able to get through it with that larger number. No, there's no doubt. I really like the, uh, the ruling of some veteran players. I'm not so sure if the number's capped at a certain number, but having some vested veterans, meaning guys with four-plus years, um, to be able to be on the practice squad uh, just for depth reasons. I go back to 2004, Jordan, and we had the injury bug. Just It, it, was, it was terrible. And I, I vividly remember we signed Casey Kramer, a fullback, on a Tuesday, and he shows up on practice on Wednesday, and, and Brad Hoover's out with the high ankle, and he has to start and play the whole game for us. So right. having the expanded roster will help for depth reasons because there's going to be some – you would assume there's going to be a, a decent amount of injuries, especially soft tissue, because of the no offseason, the no preseason games, and going right into a season at some point. Well, how is a rookie uh, – Derek Brown – who I'm excited to see this year. He's making the team. You know, the top the top end of the draft class from this year. Our defense is all those defensive players. They're they're most likely making the team. But evaluating no preseason, right? Like this is. Thank God we've got a GM that's got a lot of experience. Because how do you evaluate new players, Jake, with no preseason, limited practice? Lim- I mean, you're scared to death to get somebody on your roster that doesn't know the offense or doesn't know the defensive schemes. Like, how in the heck do you handle this if you're Marty, Jake? That's very difficult. But, Jordan, I've been thinking about this a great deal. And I think we have a silver lining. Matt Rule, college coach, coming from college. Joe Brady, coming from college. Phil Snow, longtime college coach. A lot of these assistants. I truly believe no pre. there's no jamboree game in college. There's no preseason game in college. They have to evaluate and test their teams through scrimmages, box scrimmages and things of that nature to get them ready to play week one. So hopefully we can use that as an advantage, whereas many of these coaches in the NFL have probably only been in the NFL. They've always had preseason games to work with and to know, hey, I need to, I need to crank it up on my guys more or I need to dial it back. So hopefully we can use that to our advantage. At least I'm trying to look through it in a, with a Panther lens. Well, you're always such a positive guy, Jake, so I like seeing that. And I could give the doom and gloom opposite of that, but we'll, we'll stick with positivity as our theme. So are you saying here on this show, Jake, that with new coaches everywhere, new players everywhere, all the veterans gone, I mean, a complete clean-out of everything that the Panthers have known for the last few years, except for Christian McCaffrey, it seems, that maybe – will handle that better than some teams that have had the same system in place and the same players for a while. Well, I can't say that with full conviction that I believe that's the case. But Panther lens, though. You got Panther lens on. I Remember, well, come on. I, well, just because I wouldn't have Panther lens. <laughs> uh, I just, I, listen, I think the, the Aaron Rodgers of the world, uh, obviously the Mahomes of the world, and Matt Ryan, the Drew Brees, very simple. Guys that have established quarterbacks or a defensive system in place with a lot of the defensive players back, they have an advantage. They have a big advantage because of the multiplicity uh, of things they can do offensively and defensively. This is baby steps day one that Matt Rule has to implement with the Panthers. One, to get to know the players because it, it's not like he's he's been face-to-face with them at all. I, I mean, this it's, it's so unprecedented. You just kind of scratch your head, but Matt seems like the type, hey, it doesn't matter what obstacle. Let's move forward. How can we get better today? And I'm hopeful that this team kind of takes on that mindset. 
having Teddy with the with the kind of he he was with Joe Brady, so there is some familiarity. That's gotta help. That's gotta help speed up the learning curve. I got a learning curve. I believe Russell Okun, anchor in the line, he was with our old line coach. So I'm hopeful that can help kind of kind of get that learning curve uh, up to speed a little bit quicker. Now on the defensive side of the ball, listen. Losing Luke Keekley is going to be major. Shaq's going to fill in somewhere along the way. I don't know what position, the linebacker position, but he's going to have to take a major step up leadership role. Um, and KK, I read somewhere, KK, hey, listen, I'm more of a quiet guy, but I've got to be more of a leader now. So I think it's going to affect our defensive side a decent amount. I think the defense that you were saying with um, with Shaq, I feel like him and Tahir Whitehead, who I'm – been very excited listening to early in the spring and then just kind of following him this offseason a little bit at, at linebacker position. He's a veteran guy. They're, him and Shaq are going to be kind of looking at each other like, wait, are you the leader? Who's who? Wait, am I the leader? Who's the leader? Of the Who's the leader? <laughs> Which one of us is Luke Keekley, right? I mean, it's just, yeah, as you said, it's going to be so crazy not having him around uh, for the, that. That's just who everyone's looked at for so long. Trey Boston, you know, he's going to have to step a little bit more and I'm excited for Brian Burns at the, on the website yesterday, Panthers.com, put out uh, a story about Brian Burns saying he's a little bit bigger. Now, you know, now in a 4-3 defense, he's drafted to maybe be a 3-4 guy. Now he's a 4-3. So I, I hope he can do some good things. But, Jake, they went all in on defense, so they got to find a leader. But regardless, they're banking on that young, this young recruiting or strong draft class showing up big. Derek Brown, I know you're not an O-lineman like me. But when we did our draft night coverage on the website, we were very excited about that pick. You still feel good about that, young man? No, I don't feel good about it. I feel great about it. Um, <laughs> I, I just There's something about having a dirty pocket for a quarterback. That's just the worst thing in the world. And I just believe with him and KK, that's going to be a dirty, muddy pocket. Uh, I did speak with someone with the Panthers a couple of days ago. Don't give away your source. Don't give away your I'm source. Not, I'm, uh, trust me, I will not. But just okay. to hear this person say, now this rookie we drafted said Derek Brown, he said he looks the part, he acts the part, it seems like we might have hit a home run there. So that was kind of very – I was so happy to hear that. Um, one of my dear friends was a coach at LSU last year. I think I made that known. And basically, he had told me the best football player they played against last year was Derrick Brown out of Auburn. It was hands down. It wasn't even close. He was the most disruptive football player that they had to worry about and prepare for all year long. Well, and at a position where you could have less experience and succeed, I would say D-tackle, obviously not taking yeah. anything away from the middle aspect of that position because it's great. But if you could just get him to – unleash his ability he could make a difference on defense whereas you know you see a lot of young secondary guys could have a bit of a time getting used to coverages and all that stuff so yeah that pick is looking like an even better decision now that we're we're this far into the preseason and there hasn't been any football yet and so speaking of preseason game or preseason the games jake i don't know man no games and i'm not and i don't i'm not saying that we should have done it you know, it makes sense to just wait for what matters most. But no warm-up games, just, man, that feels – I hated them. I'm not going to lie. There was never a preseason game, except for the fourth one when we didn't have to play that I look forward to. But that's a 
That's a big difference, Jake. What do you think? Don't you? But don't you think? And listen, I just always felt it was a necessary evil. I'm not saying four was the right answer, but there was something. I know for me, quarterbacks didn't get hit, Jordan. Guys would run by us if they beat an offensive lineman or if we missed the blitz. They wouldn't hit you. They wouldn't stay away from the quarterback with the red jersey. Well, a preseason game, you got some of that. And to me, that just always helped with timing. I thought it was a necessary evil. Um, I, I I didn't like the I didn't I didn't think you needed four, but I definitely liked a couple of preseason games. So I'm anxious to see. You could have some ugly football early on in the season. Well, you're right. So okay, look at our division. I agree with you. It was necessary. It really was. But I still hated it. I want to be on the record saying I hated it. It was like free pain. You know what I mean? Like. You still had to do your job well, but it didn't. Then they just—they didn't watch film on it half the time. You know, you just move on to practice the next day. Uh, anyway, that's not about. You said before the show that when we were talking you that this are, could. You are bitter, Barry, when it comes to the preseason. Oh, I hated it. I liked training camp, believe it or not. I really liked training camp, but I hated the preseason games. But you know what? So it's not all about training me. Training camp. You like training camp, going against Julius Peppers every day, and you yeah. want to go against, you know. Well, because here's why. Go. All right, I'll tell I'll tell you why. Because my normal preparation was very time consuming, studying up the rushers on the defensive line. Okay, so you had like a good feel for them going into the game. Well, in the preseason. It's Wednesday on a Friday game, and you're having a practice just still installing your Panthers offense against the Panthers defense, right? And then Thursday, you would have a little halfway walkthrough going over their stuff, and then you go play. So I just felt like it was, and I did do some studying on my own, and no one was holding a gun to my head saying I couldn't do that, right? But I just felt like it was, it was just so weird. It was full speed, but it wasn't. I don't know. Anyway, that's just my opinion, and it's probably getting crankier as I think about it now. But I did like training camp. Training camp was fun. I mean, it was hard as heck, but it was something about it I enjoyed. But, okay, so in our division, though, Jake, you got the Saints. And I just keep thinking, I mean, maybe the Falcons will be better than I think, but I'm thinking about the Saints. And then there's Tom Brady now, and it's just an incredibly interesting and awesome division. But how do the Saints not have a huge lead out the gate with all the circumstances surrounding this preseason? They should. Um, I, I don't think there's any doubt. I think they should. That's, that's a Super Bowl roster. It's been a Super Bowl roster for the last two years. Um, and and really and truly, they haven't really lost anybody. And, and they're, they're, they're going to be there. I, and I think they're going to come out flying. Atlanta's the team that you kinda, you're not sure about. Uh, which way they're going to go. Because after the bye last year, uh, they gave up. Dan Quinn gave up some of his duties on defense, and Raheem uh, Morris took over there. So do they pick up where they left off? They were playing decent football at the end. So, uh, But Tampa, Jordan, I'm sorry. I'm, I fell into the trap. I, I think they're going to be a good football team. I, I'm a big believer in Tom Brady and what he brings to that football team. I saw them firsthand last year. The game that I watched, uh, I watched them play extremely well defensively, and I know what kind of weapons offensively. Now, you saw the Tampa game, which was in London, and you saw all the turnovers, and we got after yep. them. But I just think with Tom Brady and the level of intensity and the, 
the the demand that he puts on everybody to raise their level of play, uh, to raise their level of uh, studying, I, I think Tampa's going to be a dangerous football team. I really truly believe that. He's for he. Tom Brady's going to be dug up and studied by future civilizations for the only like for the outlier that he is physically to be still you're saying those things about him and he's 43 do you remember when we had Vinny testaverde come in when you were hurt yes i do and he was 41 he turned no i, I want to say he turned 44 during the season he was that jay age. that guy was so old right and i'm 40 now so i got my head around 44 but he looked like a grandfather and moved like yeah. one like that, he came in, and I remember, th- and he was a heck of a guy, and we won his first game out, too, at Arizona, I couldn't believe it, but he came in, and I remember thinking, oh my God, this is the best option, and I, you knew, you knew his credentials, right, but a 44-year-old guy is the best option out there, and you're saying the exact opposite thing about Tom Brady, it's unbelievable. Well, Tom is, uh, he's just been a, a different individual. But the thing about Vinny that I remember most, we played the Indianapolis Colts at home against the great Peyton Manning, and we start the game on an 18-play drive in the first quarter. It lasts the whole first quarter. And I don't think we scored a touchdown. It was still a field goal, but Peyton Manning sitting on the sideline. So I think it was like 7-3 at half or something like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm charting plays. I had Tommy John surgery. Well, Vinny sits down in the chair at half, and it doesn't take long. We go with some adjustments. And he can't get up. His calf tightens up, and he couldn't play. And they have to go tell Coach Fox, hey, Vinny can't play. Yep. Vinny can't play. He said his calf just popped on him and locked and locked up. So, well, that's what happens when you're 44. <laughs> exactly. And I, I, I couldn't believe it, but I thought it was one of the funniest things in the world. So this is unbelievable. We had a guy who just played lights out in the first half, and he can't get out the chair because his cap tightened up on him. Oh, well, it's pro- oh, well, the best Vinny Testaverde moment, though, playing with him was we had a disagreement in the O-line room that we couldn't settle. It was Ryan Khalil and Justin Hartwig, I think. And um, so Khalil hired Vinny Testaverde to be his lawyer. <laughs> so so we... It was, it was, we were getting ready to go on an away game, so we all had to dress up in our suit and tie, you know, for the flight. And Vinny came in with, like, you know, he had, like, that salt and pepper hair slicked back, and he had a briefcase, and he came, and like, they, he played it up well. And I, Mr. Testaverde will be representing Mr. Khalil in today's argument, and he presented this whole case. It was, like, he's an, see, 44, you're just hitting your stride as an attorney. Jake, but you well, have no business being a fill-in quarterback, man. That was, uh, unfortunately, I think I missed that. That would have been great to see. Yeah, so, well, listen, we got a whole season to discuss, all right? We're, uh, uh, throughout the course of this season, I'm I'm praying that we can have a full season, 16 games. I'll take less just to keep it moving, uh, but I can't wait for... For everything that this season has to, to offer, Jake, and a lot to talk. I want to talk about Teddy Bridgewater maybe next week. We'll see. Uh, I know I'm excited, and so are you, that he's our quarterback. But good stuff for this first show, Jake. Yeah, Jordan, it's just nice to be able to talk a little ball and bring up a couple of stories. But I, I, I'm like you. I'm just ready to, to try to get some normalcy. And, and nothing's, nothing's more normal to me than 
hot, miserable heat in August and football practice. Well, you yeah, and you live it still. But the, the other thing that's normal is we are sponsored, Jake. And on our final sign-off, I'll just let everybody know that you listen to Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. That's our sponsor, Jake, Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. I'll see you next week, Jake DeLong. Sounds good, George. Looking forward to it.